Well, hello there. I'm Cosmic Cannibal, and this is Cosmic Chronicles, your sometimes weekly report of all things astrology, from zodiac signs and planets to transits and horoscopes. <gasps> and speaking of transits and horoscopes, I've got your horoscope transit for the week of May 15th, 2023. Well, It truly is a Taurus takeover this week as Jupiter, Mercury, and the moon, new moon are all in Taurus, soon to be in Taurus for one of these planets, and big things are happening in Taurus, which means there's big opportunities, especially thanks to Jupiter and the new moon. So in this week's episode, I am your host, as mentioned, Cosmic Cannibal, and I am diving into these transits for the week, and let me tell you, we've got a loaded week, but it's a good sort of low risk. But anyway, enough wordplay, enough foreplay, we're just going to dive into these transits because that's the way it's got to be, right? So actually starting on May 14th, kickstarting us into a good straightforward positive direction for the week of May 15th is Mercury direct. So on May 14th, Mother's Day, Mercury stations direct in Taurus and that brings some clarity and focus to communication. So all your texting, all your writing, all your emailing, all your DMing, all of your um, computer tech issues that may have been popping up. There's not going to be any more miscommunications or tech glitches. Hallelujah, right? Mercury stationing direct in Taurus. What it means for your communications is that all of that will start moving forward again. Mercury is the planet of communication. It's the planet of writing, speaking, learning, linking ideas together. And through this retrograde cycle, hopefully you've taken a look at the stuff that hasn't been as productive or conducive to your uh, longer term goals and your, I mean, like what you really define as your like pleasures and comforts and the, the things that Taurus rules, especially looking in your birth chart, you know, the area of your chart that Taurus rules, Mercury is sitting there and it's gone. Finally, I can... Um, now that I know the problems that I've worked through, hopefully, like I said, I can move forward with these plans. So, obviously, you know, we have Mercury shadow with this retrograde stuff, but it it is a really good start to this week because now we can start moving forward with new projects. Now we can make more important decisions. Now we can have those conversations that maybe you've been putting off because you don't really know how to say them, you don't know how to word this to so-and-so, you don't know how to reach out to this, I don't know, job recruiter. And there's so many things that this particular transit can be affecting that you don't even realize. But now that it's stationed direct, all of those things are going to be moving as I said, moving forward and smoothing out. Now, here's a major transit that's happening just two days after this Mercury stationing direct. Jupiter, the planet of abundance, opportunity, expansion, and um, promise, and spirituality. It is entering 
Taurus. So that's what I was saying before. This is a Taurus takeover. This week we have Mercury stationing direct in Taurus, Jupiter entering Taurus, and then we have the new moon in Taurus. Now this transit of Jupiter in Taurus, it is just going to really usher in a blessing and a, a sort of like a gushing forth of abundance and prosperity. Why? Because, as I mentioned, Jupiter is the planet of abundance and prosperity and wealth. And when it enters an Earth sign like Taurus, like a fixed Earth sign that is really already centered in and devoted to the material world and building things, in particular building wealth, build, building comforts that you can rely on that that make you feel more secure that's like the tourist way of life you're going to have this sort of slow because Taurus was a slow moving sign but a slow oozing of build up of potential wealth and I should say potential build up of wealth and abundance and prosperity so yeah earth signs rule these things they rule the material world and that includes wealth uh, but it also includes some spiritual wealth too because Jupiter is the planet of that higher spirituality it's you can expect abundance you can expect prosperity and material security those are gonna be your main concerns those are the main themes of this transit so you probably are already noticing a shift in the way that you are approaching certain goals or certain projects. It's maybe more of a, where like Jupiter in Aries is going to be like, hey, I'm gonna take this adventure, I'm gonna take this idea and I'm just gonna tell it to everybody because it's really exciting and there's a, there's just a liveliness and a fiery enthusiasm for certain ideas and certain projects. But with this shift into Taurus, Jupiter's saying, hey, let's work on building it though like let's make it sustainable let's give it a really solid foundation let's take the time to do this so that we can see longer term flourishing of wealth of return right I mean Taurus is the bull of Wall Street it rules Wall Street and Uranus and Taurus has done some crazy things to the stock market Jupiter might fix that. I'm not really going to go as far as predicting that, but it's going to more shift your focus, my focus, everyone's focus towards these longer term stabilizing security minded projects and pursuits. So if, like I said, if you have a project that you've been sort of toying with and you felt very passionate about, this transit is going to have you start putting more effort into it like it's it's the transit of plotting that's p-l-o-d-d-i-n-g of like okay i'm gonna put one foot in front of the other and i'm gonna make this thing real right earth signs are all about making things happen in the real world so that you can touch it you can taste it you can feel it or in taurus's case you can put those dollars in your bank account or maybe you throw them on your bed and you start rolling around on them because you just get rich it could happen it could happen with this this transit it might not happen right away because Taurus is a very 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 slow moving sign but 
look at the area of your chart that Taurus is in to get a better idea of what this transit is going to do. You're going to probably feel a renewed sense of optimism in this area of your life and a desire to expand your wealth, probably your possessions too. Um, Taurus is a very, like I said, material-minded sign, meaning it loves its creature comforts. It's lo it loves its silk pajamas and it's like soft, lush bath bombs and it's luxurious face masks and it's, you know, sort of opulence and um, it's, it's sort of a Marie Antoinette feel with this transit if that provides a good sort of aesthetic but it's important with this transit you got to remember to balance material gains with spiritual growth so don't prioritize greed over spirituality right like if you're growing something you're growing your business you're releasing something, you're launching something, and it putting it into the real world, it can't be at the expense of your soul. I'll go as far as saying that, right? Like, you don't just want to be like, greed is good. This is not what this transit is about. Jupiter and Taurus is like a, it's like a cashmere blanket on a fancy couch, you know, cozying up to good food and wine. So yeah, it's a time to indulge in tactile pleasures and luxuries. Sure, you can splurge on a few things, but it's also a time to plant seeds for long-term growth and abundance. You can think of it as like a retro shopping spree where you're not, you're not only buying stylish items, but also investing in quality pieces that will last, right? This is not about quantity. It's more about quality and sustainability. You can expand your sense of security and stability, but you need to be mindful of excess and stubbornness, right? Jupiter and Taurus could make us hella stubborn. Um, I mean, it's okay to treat yourself, like I said, but don't, like, okay, have that expensive meal or that luxurious massage, but make sure to cultivate your inner richness that lasts beyond material Following this That's a bigger um, trend of the Taurus takeover planets, on May 19th, we have a very, very, very powerful Taurus new moon. Now, why is this Taurus new moon powerful? Well, first and foremost, it is sextile, meaning it's harmoniously blending um, in a very constructive way its energies with Mars and Cancer. This new moon, now that we're moving out of eclipse season, and we're out of that chaos and there's no more Mercury retrograde. It is so, and Jupiter just entered Taurus. It is such a good moon to set intentions around your finances, around your career, around stability and security, maybe in those areas or in other areas, especially the areas where Taurus is sitting in your chart. Your hard work and dedication with both this new moon and Jupiter entering Taurus, it can pay off in a big, big way on this new moon if you really just ground yourself and really think about what it is that you want to nurture and nourish and grow in these coming months um, and stay grounded and focused. Now, another reason why this new moon is so powerful. Like Mars is making this sextile to it. Mars is the planet of action, it's the planet of goals, it's the planet of desires, but it's in Cancer and Cancer is a sign of nurturing and sensitivity and um, tenacity. 
But with this this moon and this Mars connection, Mars is kind of giving us this um, tenacious foundation to really go ahead and nurture our desires, nurture our, our intentions, nurture our goals in a way that other new moons, especially during, you know, the solar eclipse, we just didn't have. Um, but because Mars is in Cancer at 29 degrees and the new moon is taking place at 28 degrees, I think this is like the new moon. Oh, and also Jupiter is at zero degrees. So we have Jupiter at zero degrees, Mars in Cancer at 29 degrees, and the new moon at 28 degrees, Taurus. This is like the new moon to set major financial wealth building, security building, like money mindset intention. Like you want to set an intention that's like, hey, I want my business to make millions of dollars. You know why? Why are you setting that specific intention? Because the 28th degree and the 29th degree are considered the millionaire's degree. And then the zero degree, which is what Jupiter will be at on this new moon, is also a very, very potent critical degree. Um, the 28th degree is a critical degree of Taurus and Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. And it's believed to have a special significance when it comes to money and success. So this like really amplifies the potential for manifesting abundance and prosperity during this new moon. And as I mentioned, Mars and Cancer is also in a critical millionaire's degree, sitting at 29 degrees. Jupiter is at that critical degree at zero degrees in Taurus. Now, when planets are located at these degrees, they're said to have a particularly powerful energy to him and that's because the zero degrees starts the cycle and the 29 degrees is at the end of the cycle of this sign so there's a particular sense of urgency or crisis in the area of life that the planet rules so look where mars is look where jupiter is at this new moon um they also have a karmic significance and can indicate important turning points or pivotal moments in your life so astrologers like myself, some of us believe that the anoretic degree, that's what the 29th degree and the zero degree are called. They mark a transition between the end of one cycle and the beginning of another. So Jupiter's just about to get us onto this new cycle and Mars is just about to end this new cycle or end this former cycle and start a new one. So it's just really like potent soil to plant your seeds of intention especially as it relates to finances, career, or overall sense of stability and security. Basically, you want to get clear on your values and what truly matters to you and then visualize yourself achieving your goals with ease and grace. Hey, that's, that's how you set an intention, okay? Moving on. Now, the very next day, after we have this really potent, powerful new moon, on May 20th, Mars enters Leo. Ha <laughs> ha! Woo! I'm looking forward to this transit because I am a Mars and Leo native. So if you are having um, your Mars return, meaning you have Mars and Leo as well, congrats and holla, okay? Because you're going to feel it, I'm going to feel it, everybody else is going to feel this burst of creativity and passion. Mars is the planet of action and passion, and it's strutting into Leo like it's the hottest club in town, okay? Think of Mars and Leo like a superstar athlete who just signed a multi-million dollar contract and is ready to show off their skills, right? Like, they are Nikolai Jokic of the Denver Nuggets, and they're walking into 
the Western Conference Finals. Well, I mean, that's on Tuesday, but you know, after that, they're walking into the Western Conference Finals being like, Psh. <laughs> you don't even know, right? Like that's Mars and Leo energy. Like I am confident, I've got what it takes, and I'm gonna show all of you up. This transit is, it's really about confidently expressing yourself, taking risks, going after what you want with like a really fiery enthusiasm. And it's hard to resist, right? It's like you're in a music video and every move you make is choreographed to perfection. So you're not just walking into a room when Mars enters Leo on the 20th. Like from that point forward, you're going to make a grand entrance, turning heads, making people wonder, who is that? Okay? It's like you are encouraged to be bold, be confident, and unapologetically yourself. This is the time to embrace your inner diva, channel your inner Beyonce, and go after what you want with passion and conviction. Just don't let your ego get the best of you, okay? Leo's a fire sign. Fire signs are notoriously egomaniacal, but there's a fine line between being confident and cocky, okay? For the last step, the last day of this week, I told you it was a loaded week, Mars, not Mars, well, Mars opposes Pluto the very next day. So on May 21st, Mars is opposite Pluto. But it's also the beginning of Gemini season. Now, wow! That's great, right? I'm a Gemini. I'm excited about this because it means it's almost my birthday. <laughs> if you're a Gemini, happy pre-birthday. Um, but this is a time to embrace intellectual stimulation, socializing, mental agility. We're really going to feel a lot more sociable and like we want to get out and explore and see the world. And if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, it's springtime and we've been having a lot of storms, but you know, hopefully the weather will get its head out of its ass and actually give us some sunshine. Now, Gemini is ruled by Mercury, the planet of communication and learning, so this season is going to encourage us to express ourselves, engage in lively discussions, and learn new things. It's all about circulating, right? Gemini season kind of turns us all into social butterflies. We want to go out more, we want to do things more, we want to just be around people. Um, and it's just exploring different perspectives and engaging in a variety of activities. So this is a time to try new things, make new connections, expand your minds. Um, it's also going to bring a lighter and more playful energy as we move away from sort of more grounded seriousness of Taurus season. So this is the time to have fun, be curious, and embrace your inner child before we enter summer, right? Summer starts June 21st. Can you believe it? Now. With the Mars-Pluto opposition that also happens later that day, this could bring some power struggles and conflicts. Most likely, you're not going to experience this in your immediate life. Like, you're not going to be, like, having a power struggle with your boss unless, you know, Mars and Leo made you say something very fat-headed. But it's... I think it's going to really surface on a collective level. We might see something with, you know, Gemini Donald Trump come into the picture again. Um, you know, there could be some sort of tension in the media with a powerful political figure. Um, but there's also a chance within this transit to transform and grow. So if you do feel a power struggle or you experience a power struggle with another person, this is a transit that's going to initiate a chance to grow from it. So you got to use this energy to let go of old patterns and embrace new ways of thinking and acting. You stay grounded and you don't let your ego get in the way of your relationships and goals. It's pretty simple with this transit. It's 
intense, maybe. You might not even feel it, but look to the area of your birth chart where Leo is and Aquarius is because right now Pluto is in Aquarius and Mars at that point will be in Leo. And so that's where you're going to see that seesaw power struggle and it'll give you an idea of kind of where you're needing to balance that. And that is it for this week's episode of Cosmic Chronicles. I hope you enjoyed exploring the transits with me and that you're looking forward to the Taurus new moon and Gemini season and Mars and Leo as much as I am. Now, before I sign off, I want to remind you, follow me on social media, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube at Cosmic Cannibal Camille. You can also find me on the web, CosmicCannibal.com. There I have a really cool... Uh, transit chart reading, transit record audio reading. If you want to know more about these particular transits I've talked about today and how they're impacting you and your birth chart, check that reading out. I'll put that in the show note description. But I also want to make the announcement that I am starting an upcoming workshop series. So I'm doing a workshop on understanding your moon sign. This is going to be the first workshop in a series of workshops that help you understand specific points and parts of the birth chart and astrology in general. So if you're curious about your moon sign and you want to learn more about how it influences your emotions, your habits, your overall well-being, this is the workshop for you. We'll be diving deep into the characteristics of each moon sign and their element, their mode, and we're going to be exploring strategies for finding balance, cultivating self-awareness, how you work one-on-one in relationships, and there's tons of exciting and really informative and explorative journal prompts and interactive activities. So to learn more and to register, I will drop that link in the show note description as well. So thanks for listening and see you next week.